Please sit down. God bless you. Amen. So, Lord, we thank you. We know that um, the expectations in the heart of your people this morning is towards you. You are the giver of all things. And so, we believe you this morning that you will exceed our expectation. Um, I so desire and I trust you to put power in our expressions, to put power in our engagements beyond natural supplies that will do exceeding abundantly than we ask or think. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. amen. Let's celebrate the resurrected Jesus once again. Hallelujah. What makes our Christianity live and not just one of those religions is that we have a living master who conquered death. And that's what every other people who claim to worship God cannot phantom. And so we don't want to joke about this. That Jesus is really resurrected. Uh, the import is such that he walked the face of the earth again after he died. Okay? He walked the face of the earth again after he died. Alright? He was seen on the street. He engaged people. He had the meal with the disciples that watched him die. That's the message of Christianity. It's not it's not a fiction. It's a reality. The life we are now called to live according to the scriptures is the life after resurrection. What he presented us is the life that he hand after resurrection. That's the life he presents to us. And that is the valid one we have obtained. Amen. That's so valid. We shouldn't think anything less. It's so valid. And what do I mean by the life after resurrection? Is the life that has conquered death. That has conquered death. That's the description of a believer, of a Christian. Hallelujah. Um, I don't intend to spend much time. I just sincerely hope to come pray with you. And um, basically, and, and I trust God, God will put power in your journey. In your expressions, in your engagement. What am I trying to describe is that you are supposed to be a bit different from someone that has not met Jesus. Something makes you different. Not because you have your own capacity of being different. But because there is a power that engineers a difference in you. 
that is the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. That's the description of the uh, of the very reason why you will be different. Not because you had um, a better family background, but because that which has never happened happened in the earth and the system that brought it about was now invested in you. So the, the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead and you need to understand the import of the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. So it's, the experience is more than speaking in tongues. In fact, if we, if we, uh, if we limit it to speaking in tongues, um, it's just like, what do I do? What do I say? Uh, it's just like using your phone device. There are so many functions to play games alone. I think the first touch of my son with the device called phone was games. That's all, that's all he needed to do. And that's all he appreciates. And a believer can be that limited. That you have so much. But you do not have access to the reality. So I need to trust God to open your eyes like Paul prayed to the, for the officials. It's a serious business without sentiment. It's either you know or you don't know. If you look at the conversations of the apostle, they are always expressing conscious knowledge. That's what they have to give. If you don't know, you don't know. If you know, you know. No sentiment. There is no sentiment. Jesus was on, on mission. John's time was expiring. John himself had prophesied he will increase while I decrease. He was speaking by the Spirit. But you see, the things we speak in the Spirit most times we can't reconcile in the flesh. When you are saying it, it sounds nice. When the experience is coming, you begin to ask questions. Because right in your mind, there is a contest of, of, of perspective. Oh, while he was saying, it will increase for me to decrease. <laughs> he felt they were still going to have a parallel ministry after all. But no, a John who came to be a witness will have to give way. And it doesn't really matter the form of his exit. Whether somebody will dance for, her head, for his head to be off. But he, he has to just exit. And picking that time in in the spirit, there was nothing Jesus could do. He couldn't fight for him. So, emotions have to come in. But when emotions are coming, there are no sentiments. And what Jesus was just saying to him is, take a stand. I am still going to be there too. Where nobody will be able to help me out. 
how I wish my disciples would stay with me, but they wouldn't stay because emotions would set in. That's why I don't blame people when I'm in my trouble. They can't help you. They can't just help you. So he said, are you really? Because, okay, we had very strong childhood bond. Apart from the fact that we have ministry witness. How will I be going through such a thing and the Messiah does not have one single if it's the Messiah he's got power but it's not channeled towards fighting the battle on the head of John so when he asks to find out if you were really the he said watch the sign Watch the signs. I'm actually executing divine plan already. You have to see it. So they went to tell him. And Jesus, no sentiment. He knew at that point it was the flesh crying out. And he said, don't think that guy is a weakling. You know? It's not a shaking reed. This was the same guy that when he needed to stand, he called your fathers the brood of vipers. None of you could touch him. None of you could. And that is more than a prophet. Because every prophet looked forward to this day. He saw the day. That is more than a prophet. That he saw the kingdom of all the prophets that had lived. That is none as John the Baptist. Why? Because people prophesied it and wait. For what manner of time? But John midwived it. John is not Moses who had the scriptures. He midwived it. As a matter of fact, John started speaking from the womb. John communicated from the womb. When Elizabeth pushed forward a protruding stomach, it gave Elizabeth a signal. It said, that lady you've seen there carries my Lord. And Elizabeth said, this boy in my womb lived. Oh my goodness. So John had carried every substance of the spirit from the womb. And, and he was executing plan. When it was done, it was done. Hey, and there's no sentiment, you know. So, oh, I don't have time. I will let you see that the offenses that came with John's prophetic ministry was ordained. ordained. He was ordained to be a witness to Christ. A true witness. He will have to be found guilty for no reason. Oh, that's not um, 
too much of my business today, but there is no sentiment. There is no sentiment. Stop tying your life to emotions. Move on. There is no sentiment. You have to work with conscious knowledge. If you have moved past something, move past it fast. Don't delay. Keep going. Move with rapidity. Move with power. Don't get too sober that you soak in emotions. Jesus could have said, oh my God. John. But really, guys, what do we do? He said, it's fulfilled his call. Leave him alone. No emotions. No sucking. No pity party. He said, that guy's great. He said, the voice that came to me yesterday, asking if I was the son, was from emotions. It was from pain. Knowing fully well, we'll see, say the same. Hele, hele, lama, sabatani. What's the meaning? It's coming from pain. That's why it can bear your pain. So many spiritual poor have said, God, I don't understand again. Your bishops don't tell you they cry. They don't tell you they are pain. That's why you are frustrated. Because everybody envelopes their pain. If you have a leader that can't show you your pain, his pain, he won't give you balance. It will make you feel abnormal. You keep crying that I'm the only strange human being. You are not strange. You have pains. And you do cry as much as I cry. If we think the beauty of speaking as apostle is for us to say, oh, we're in the spirit last week. You have to listen to a Paul who said, I have a messenger of Satan. Who have come to buffet my body. And I prayed three times. I have not seen answers. He said, this thing is almost putting me to shame. I need to see apostles who can tell us that side. So that you feel normal. Because some of the times when we talk, you feel you are the only one that is tempted in the world. And that you are, why am I remaining a baby forever? And he said, I prayed. He said, the only answer I got was, my grace is sufficient. For my power is made perfect in witness. So, let me give you a clear, clear perspective to admonitions that I'm giving this morning. I want God to begin to give you that texture of heart that carries consciousness. That carries a conscious working knowledge of God. And you are not sorry about it. Okay? And you don't trivialize it by any experience. Alright? Paul said, I mean, it was John that said in First John, if you look at First John, let me just read two scriptures so that I can pray with you. First John chapter number 5. 
See the language of the apostles. I want you to take note of the language of the apostles. When they're coming to fellowship with you, they bring what they have entered into. You cannot bring fellowship. Fellowship means sharing. It's a common heritage. If there is going to be fellowship, somebody must bring something to the table. If I don't have something to bring to the table, I have not come to fellowship with you. I've only come to give lecture. Fellowship is sharing that which was from the beginning. Can you give me that portion first? Which that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled. You see the system. Our uh, that which was from the beginning. This is the operation. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes and which we have looked upon. There are two levels of sight there. That is one that is a conscious commitment. That is one we see. That there is the one we look upon. Uh, that's the one that becomes the one that our hands have handled. You see, the first two can happen to you. The third is a deliberate decision. It is partnering with truth. It is you settling down with truth. That's where the third step happens. That which, we, which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen. Those ones can still escape. Then he said, but that we have also looked upon and our hands have handled. They have become tools. They are things that we have now grabbed. They are now with us. They are resident. They are, they, are, they are with us. We can war with them. We can live by them. With things we have looked upon. So, don't assume that the things you have seen and had are already handled. Don't assume Don't assume. That is a place of look upon. Okay, can we read a little further? And the life was manifested and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us. The things we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us. You see, Kononia is sharing. It's, you will have access into what I already have access to, all right? And it's yours. It will be yours as it is mine. As it is mine. So, it must be a working knowledge for all. It must form our, our corporate experience. Amen. Amen. And so, that's why you see apostles will come and say, we know. There are certain things that that's, it's not like they are trying to contemplate. It's settled. Whenever people quote from Rome and say, all things work together for good. I say stop. 
go back to the way Paul said it. Paul said, we know. It's a settled matter. It's a settled knowledge. It is, it is a principle that guides our life. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God. So whenever I see apostles say, we know, I pause. Because I also want to know. I look upon it. If you look at uh, first, uh, first John chapter number 5, and uh, give me verse 18, you see a lot of we know. Look at this one. We know that whoever is born of God does not sin. Another translation makes it simpler, simpler. Does not continue to sin. We know that one. You can quote it and say, whosoever is born of God does not continue in sin. <laughs> you don't know. You never know yet. Somebody say, we know. We know. There's one beautiful one out of all those we know. I have them. I, I did the study of, of the knows of the apostle. I kept them. I looked upon them. They are settled matters. So, if you are teaching and say, eh, eh, it's sinning, it doesn't matter. Apostle knows. If you continue sinning, he knows that you are likely not born of God. He knows. And we generally know. And it's a corporate knowledge. It's, it guides our life. So we don't want to continue to sin. Do you get this? Let me show you another one that John described. I just showed you like two or three that I, that I have studied. He said, we know that we are of God. We have passed a stage where we are thinking. You know, when I got, those days, I gave my life to Christ about almost 15 times. I can't remember. <laughs> because each time I get confused. I say, hey. but I, can't, I remember there was a time. Let me, let, me just, let me just give you this one that will make you not like me so much. You know? My wife, I just, my cousin's wedding. I was just born again and I felt I was already very saved. You know? And it was my cousin's wedding and they now put me in charge of the chilla. And I used to love bear. So I said, this thing, uh, what's my business? It is... I cannot, I cannot touch it. I'm, I'm saved. What's my own business? Ah, my first, my other cousin I was born again said, Ah, 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 don't let them put you near the chiller. I said, What would the chiller do to me? I'm in charge of the chiller. Nothing will happen. So when I started ordering people to take drinks around, I picked the first gold. I said, she be, uh, just, I'll just take one. She be, I'm testing it. <laughs> By the time it was 2 a.m., I was in one car. Another cousin of mine came to wake me up and say, Don't worry, I will take you. I know, who the, I know where you are now. It was wedding second morning. I couldn't go to, to church. By the time I woke up, I knew I was not born again again. 
I knew I was now not born again. So I started negotiating with myself. I said, is this born again thing meant for me? Or it was it's meant for others? Because I don't know how I arrived here. So opportunity came the following week. A sharp evangelist came to preach. I gave my life to Christ again. <laughs> but we know that we have God. We know that we have God. And the whole world lies under the sway. If you don't know that, you don't know anything. This whole world, the system called world, until it is finally judged, is ruled by the wicked one. Those of us who do politics know. You, if you don't know, you go there, you think it is the spirit of God that guides that terrain. It is you that carried spirit there. The whole world lies. If you see what wickedness exists in this world, the world is not nice. You have only survived under the nice part of darkness. It doesn't mean darkness is that nice. Darkness is terrible. We live in a world that somebody can wake up for no reason and just want somebody else's downfall. You know why? The, the, the enemy is resident in his psyche. We know that the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Let me take one more we know. And um, the, uh, the other one. And we know, this one is very, very, very profound. We know that the Son of God has come. We know. Some people don't know. The Jews don't even believe the Messiah has come. But we know that the Son of God has come. And has given us, hello, <clears throat> he has given us an understanding. Hey, the fact that you are in the Lord is a gift to. These things we are discussing, some people are totally alien to it. It doesn't add up. I say, what are you saying? Can you say somebody rise from the dead and came to the street? Were you there? Who brainwashed you? Okay, show me a proof. I don't like talk to you guys. You guys are shallow. You get what I'm saying? But there is a peculiar gift that the song gave to us. It is called an understanding. It's a gift. Don't argue. Just walk past them. If you don't have my lens, you can't see what I'm seeing. You will look at the water, you will see nothing. But with my lens, I will tell you this thing carry bacteria. You say, what is he saying? You see, there is a spiritual device. It's called an understanding. Only believers have it. You don't get it. One of the things that make us grow is to acknowledge what we have. What makes us effective is to acknowledge what we have. 
it is it is important for every believer to acknowledge what you have are you here yes, sir. say i have an understanding Hey, the entire experience of Christianity is first your perception. What you have come to terms with. Salvation does not have any mechanism to prove. There's no mechanism. Stand up. He got saved now. And immediately all things are passed away. What passed away? What passed away? I just tell you, all things are passed away. What passed away? His dress didn't change. In fact, nothing changed in his mind. It's still him. So, what happened? That's the reality of his salvation. He just carried a fresh consciousness. Our entire Christian experience is validated by consciousness. Do you know what God started teaching me recently? Is that the reason why most of you don't get healed is that you can't come to terms with it. The process and mechanism of healing is different from the process and mechanism of forgiveness of sin in this general world. Okay, now. Now. Okay. You believe your sins are forgiven? How do you know? Huh? You just know. That's the same way you should believe you are healed. Just know. But you know why healing is different? Your body will say something else. And it's easy for you to find to fight sin. Because it is from your soul that the the devil is talking. Like, hey, you are not forgiven. Say, no, Jesus died for my sin. I know I am forgiven. I have confessed my sin. The Bible says, if everybody confesses his sin, his sin will be forgiven. I know the devil. Ooh, get away. But the day you are sick, and you say, the same day, let me tell you, the same day he died, he was taking stripes. And prophetically, the scripture said those stripes were for your healing. Now, you now have to choose to believe. The same way you chose to believe that the punishment that brought you peace was on him. That he bore your iniquities. That day. The same way. You see, I don't like that analysis where some people take out some things, some items that he paid for. They say, no, healing is not really It's just one of those. God ensured that our life here, redemption will speak about your peace, your health, and your conscience. They are important as, and they are 
equivalent. One is not lesser than the other. If you have received forgiveness, you'll be stupid not to receive help. And hey, it's up to you. That's the problem. God doesn't force forgiveness on people. He gives you, you take it. He doesn't force healing and health on people. He gives you, you take it. You, all of it happens with a conscious knowledge, which you believe in. It is so. So you can walk up and say, we know. We know that by stripes we were healed. And if you carry it enough, your whole body will agree with it. So, this thing is not first our works. It is first his works. He did it. We accept it. You take your, your friend to the shop. You have your money. And you said, name it. Whatever is the need in your house, I have paid for it. Just go to that store and pick it up. And you go there and say, ah, I've taken television. No. Ah. Won't I be doing too much now? He already paid. Pick it up. Pick it up and go. It's even painful. If I've taken you to an expensive store and I paid everything, wow. and you go back home, wow. I said, "Where are your stuff?" He said, "Sir, I just felt like, and you know, my wife does that most times. She doesn't want to spend my money too much. She say, oh, I feel bad.'" How many of you guys feel bad when your baby did do that? <laughs> I know why you are laughing. Even guys who are not supposed to have babes are. <laughs> you don't understand that. Um, you don't understand that. Obi. It could be painful, really. That you sought somebody as you, you hope you understand that you just bought a, a, a pair of shoes for Idara. And, and she looked at it strangely and said, ah, Honey, how, how much is this shoe? <laughs> the cost is on me. Wow. I paid. You want me to go back and withdraw payment? <laughs> or what? I don't understand. Wow. Wow. He said, ah, hey, hey. Ah. Oh, hey. Oh, be, <laughs> this. Oh, darling, ah, I love you, but I just don't like for you to stress yourself. You spoil the matter. Yeah. Why, why are you being too cautious with Jesus? Wow. You don't even believe he's done it. Some of you don't even believe he's done it. It's either you are in or you are out. And it bothers on your belief. Let me tell you the extent of to which you experience eternal life is the extent to which you see, perceive, and 
engage. That's the extent. Hello. If you tell me I'm not forgiven, I don't bother with you. You understand? I don't disturb myself. You say, look at that guy, he's not forgiven. It's your business. While we were small, we used to be three friends. And one guy came to visit us. We were discussing. They said his father just bought um, a Mercedes. That was the latest Mercedes then. One of us said, Is it like that? That's how you be blowing like about his father. Which Mercedes? Where's the Mercedes? Where's the Mercedes? When the guys whose father owns the Mercedes came, we now said, Hey, hey did your daddy not buy, buy one Mercedes recently? The latest said, are you guys bothering yourself? Is that what you're arguing about? She is in my house. He's not in your house. <laughs> I am my reality. You deal with your argument. What I want is reality. Get on your feet. Let me pray with you. I don't want it. You know my prayer this um, afternoon. I mean, this morning, because we are not yet in the afternoon. Give me Ephesians chapter number 1, verse 17. These days, Christian engagement that does not bring us to that shift in reality don't excite me anymore. For us to just keep talking and talking. There must be a shift in reality. We must live differently. That is the whole essence. Ephesians 1, this is the prayer. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And I've told you, it's a gift. We must, we must hunger for the gift. It must give us the gift uh, of that spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Uh, verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may... Give me another translation of Ephesians 1.17. I like this one. This is what this this is what I'm 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 trying to find with the, so that you understand the next verse better. Asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow. And that translation says, so that you know him better. The knowledge of the Lord is progressive. And it's a working knowledge. It's not head knowledge. It's a working knowledge. It's experiential knowledge. That you may grow in your knowledge of God. The life eternal we are talking about is dissipated in understanding and knowledge. This is eternal life. That you may know him 
the only true God. Hey, the eternal life is not quantified by any mechanism than spiritual intelligence, than consciousness. It is consciousness that makes Jesus step on water. Consciousness. It wasn't abracadabra. He was just carrying consciousness. And he stepped on water. The other guys saw him and said, oh, this is another reality. Bid me to come. And he said, come. The consciousness shifted. It was flowing in the same level of consciousness that Jesus carried. And so the spirit took over the body. And Peter too joined the water. But when the lower consciousness pulled, Peter started sinking. And Jesus didn't help. Jesus watched him sink. And it's still a miracle because I don't know. I don't know how you... Sinking is spontaneous. I don't know. It's a miracle because maybe Jesus, uh, Peter's sinking was gradual. <laughs> because if you could say, ah, okay, I'm going. <laughs> because if you are on the sea, if you know what it means to sink, <laughs> you first go down, tum. Then you come back, tum. Then when your head comes first time, if you go the second time, <laughs> God help you, you may not come again. <laughs> but in the midst of a crisis, he didn't lose sight of Jesus. You bid me to come and I will come for where you are is where I... You know what I'm saying? Where you are. Where you are. Where you are. That place. That's where I want. I'm not talking about geography. I'm talking about position. I'm talking about life. Hey, where are you in life? Where are you in reality? Where we should be is resurrection. Where we should be is above death. Above sin. Above sorrow. Above sickness. That's where we should be. And that's where Jesus is. Please give me that scripture again. Give me that scripture again. Ephesians chapter number 1 verse 17. Rabo dahaga liboroniasi. Asking God, glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you the spiritual wisdom and insight so that you may grow in the knowledge of God. I'm not talking about that knowledge, um, that uh, cerebral knowledge, but it's, it's a relational and experiential knowledge. It's the knowledge that you know. You just know. Ah, it's a productive knowledge. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? If I'm sleeping and my wife crawls to the bed, I know she's the one. I just know. You get what I'm saying? Put up the light. If you bring another woman to my bed, I will know. I bonded with that babe for 20 years. I know her temperature. 
I know her peculiar temperature. There is an aroma she carries. I can't write in paper. It is knowledge. If anything changes in her body, I know. Sometimes I know before she knows. That's knowledge. Someone say, God is my father. But you don't know him. Say, God is my father. Boy, hey, ah, God, please speak to me. It's abnormality. And I know the error is never from God. It's always from us. How do you beg the father to speak to his son? He's speaking, you can't hear. That's a trouble. In God's sight, speaking is not a problem. Are you listening to me? He said, my sheep hear me. He didn't talk about speaking. He said, they hear me. So speaking is a constant. Hearing is the which, what we should discuss. Oh, you don't get it. Hearing is what we should discuss. We need to be there. Give me verse 18 and 19. This is a prayer I'm praying for you. Like Paul prayed for the Ephesians. I pray that your heart will be flooded with light. So that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called. And he was describing those he called. His only people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. You think it is only you that has an inheritance? God is first discussing that he is the first person who has an inheritance. Oh God, you don't get it. If God says, you guys are my inheritance, of what value are you? Wow. Wow. That when, I, when the ships are down, this will be my gain. Wow. That's what God is saying. But men have so rubbish you that you cannot imagine that you will be the inheritance of any human. <laughs> you see yourself as liability. It affects the whole of my chemistry. I fought gray hair. I fought everything until I discovered that there is value in me more than my flesh. God says I'm his inheritance. From the day of old, he's been saying it. He said, the lost people are his portion. He said, Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Now, look at your value. If he says you are his inheritance, you need light to know that you are his inheritance. And you need, you need such light for you now to begin to see the hope. Hope undefined. Hope undefined. I'm, I'm, I'm asking God to give you the strength to make a mess of this present age. And reveal God excellently. Of this present age. And reveal God excellently. His holy people. Who are his rich. God says these guys. I'm Oh my. When people are boasting of their account, God is boasting of you. You are his rich inheritance. Irrespective of the demands around your life and the lacks that makes you tap it. Do you know electricity can be so much air and you can't tap it? And you don't even have the device to stop it. Do you know the biggest level of electricity can be somewhere and until you get a transformer, you can't touch it. The transformer that brings it to your life is your belief. 
incredible greatness, power available, but it's untapped by many because it is only to those who believe. Who believe? It's automatic. It comes to those who believe. Allah Romani Hasia Kabia. To those who believe. I just choose to believe. I back to negotiate you back to your former way of consciousness and realities. They want to negotiate you. I will come. I will come. Where you are. Where I want. Lord, if be to come, I will come where you are. Allah Romene Hesikova. If you bid me to come, I will come. Oh, Ayaya Rapa Koshirabati. Amen. Please, please, you are going to, you are going to, you are going to sing that song about three times. I'm not shouting, I'm not, but I just sense there's coming a fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, being filled with the Holy Ghost is a visitation. Okay? It's a visitation. It's a visitation. And when when the visitation come like the day so bold they became so bold um spontaneously some Allah rubihasi alamandia rofekaba rominehesiati kabona every one of them spoke in new tongues they spoke in sound come to an experience of the spirit Allah Borabik and Nina Sutta. If you have never spoken tongues, go ahead. The Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. There are anointings this morning. There are anointings, anointing. The life, the life, the life of Jesus that is offered in resurrection is here again. It will come with equipping, it will come with giftings. Just get your eyes focused on Jesus. Just your eyes focused on Jesus. He promised, He promised you. He promised you the promise of the Father is being fulfilled again. Amen and amen. Just go ahead and pray in the spirit. Hear yourself, hear yourself. 
Hear yourself. Hear yourself. Hear yourself. You are close to the waters. You are close to the waters. There is a breaking forth this morning of a fresh fountain in you. There is a breaking forth of a fresh fountain. Of a fresh fountain. Of a fresh fountain inside you. You are getting there. In a moment, a fountain will break loose. Yes, it's already happening. 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 Everybody, 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 press from your inside. Power, 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 power. The power that raised Jesus from the dead. Oh, I just sense we need a press in prayer. Oh, I just sense we need a press. Oh, I just sense that is a welcoming. That is a welcoming demand of the Spirit as you press. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 Press into a time of refreshing. Press into honor. I can feel the ladder right on Jesus. Give us more rain until we are well and we are so by your ladder. It is rain. All around me, I can feel the light of Right on Jesus, right on Jesus. Give us money. Oh yes, supply, supply, supply. Ayala Supply, supply, supply. Let it rain. Somebody is getting soaked. Somebody is getting soaked. Oh, Shadabola Barabiata. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Ayayaya 
You are moving to another level of reality. Yes, 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 Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You can't live on touch. 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 The Holy Ghost is here. Everywhere, everywhere this morning, 
everywhere over everyone over everyone over every grass on the field ah thank you Pick it up again, release utterances in prayer. The fire to flames again. You have never felt this light. You have never felt this light. Ah, shedebo kuba rabekebe. Kada maneke koborobiga lade. Iko panika sila bila kotanaya. Channels of my spirit open up. I am with the Father open up. No boundaries, no limit open up. Let it call unto thee. Channels of my spirit I am with a father No
Thank you for renewals. Thank you for restorations. Thank you for the release. Thank you for this tremendous supply. Thank you for the power of the Spirit. That you've made available to us. With which we're going to engage life. Engage life differently. Thank you for opening our eyes. Thank you for giftings of the spirit. Thank you for anointings. 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 Thank you for anointings. Thank you very for very. I'm seeing the Lord 
giving very peculiar anointings. The ones you recognize, the ones you will know whenever it starts operating. Thank you for tapping our ears open. Thank you for tapping our eyes open. Thank you for restorations. Blessed be your name forever. Glory to God. Put your hands together and celebrate Jesus. <laughs>